I'm a city golfer, you can ask my wife. I've been out there hacking every day of my life. I got the shorts, all the plaid sweaters, that new tailor mid driver. What's up and welcome back, Beers at the Turn crew. We'd like to start off by welcoming our first sponsor, Plan B. Now there's a mulligan when you lead the flag stick in. Thanks, Plan yeah. B. Guys, I missed y'all. How are we I doing? You boy. Trust me. Good ah, to good. be back home, sir. Good. <laughs> good to be back. It is good to be back. We took a we took a Whether bit of they're a, happy or not, we are. <laughs> a bit of a sabbatical. We took a bit of a sabbatical. Um, and I mean to to be honest with you, I'm blaming it on the on the golf lessons that I was taking. It made me hate the game. It made me hate myself. Dude, dude, really when did. you're playing bad, when you're playing bad golf, you question absolutely everything. Yeah, and that was the case. I, I went to these golf lessons expecting to get better, and I got. Um, a lot worse. You know what? Usually if you have a good instructor and you haven't done a golf lesson in a while, what you end up doing is like at first you play the worst golf of your life. Then like three months down the road, it starts to click when you practice it enough. And then you're like, oh, now I see. Well, because you have to find someone that works with your thing that doesn't try and completely change it. And that was what this guy did. We'll send him to Don. See if he can help you out. Yeah, well, that's something. But long story short, we had a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean like five, um, yeah. reach out to us, ask us if we were still doing the pod, and I said, you know what? For you five, I'll do it. You're damn right. I'll do it. I'll travel Back all the way you, you heard it here first. Back and by popular demand. You want to listen to golf because the NFL's fucking rigged. Oh, it Jesus, is, bro. It is. It very well might be, okay? It is. But bro, gambling is a billion-dollar industry. They financed the whole goddamn thing now. Anyway, so now that we got on that uh, tangent, we've missed a lot of shit. God, have we? And to be honest with you, we're going to start off with the first topic, um, ah. and that is... Yeah, and to tell you the truth, I said this when one of our previous podcast. I'm sick of fucking talking about these people. I'm sick and tired of talking about live golf because now it's just to the point where, like, okay, they're around, they're they're starting to come up. Who gives a fuck? Not even really. Like, they could be coming up a lot bigger than they are. They should be. But I know, you're signing a deal with the CW man. Hey, hey. A lot of people want to watch Dawson's Creek and, and golf. Reba and Reba. Hey, I hey. fucking love Reba. You know, you watch I, some I Penn and Teller it. fool us, and right. then you watch you know, the Flash. That's right. You know, get all pumped up with some live golf. Then you got pumped you up with live golf. CW, Chris. It's like a local channel, I guess. It's, yeah. Oh. I'm poor. Do you have one of those things? You sick of the window? Or you go to a local channel. Oh God, Stevie's have one of those. Poor shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got poor people around here, y'all. I'm poor. <laughs> plan so, B doesn't pay a lot. Yeah, yeah, they really don't. They take more from you than anything. Oh, anyway. Um, so yeah, Live Golf signed a TV deal with the CW. Um, 
And at that, I mean, honestly, at this point, I think they tried to go the YouTube route. I think they went over to some other networks and everybody's just staying away from them. Why? Because they want to have the opportunity to be the program that airs the Masters, that airs the U.S. Open, all of that. They don't want to be associated the majors, with what's the point? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, they signed with CW. Yeah, because all the other major networks, I mean, even like TNT does like some of the PGA Tour. Dude, they're the all planned behind this. I feel like they just didn't really have a plan. They're just like, well, the more better people we can get, we'll pay them a ton of money. But then we're not going to have a TV deal yet or nothing in place. We'll just see what happens, right? We have enough yeah, money yeah, to fail. fail. Like, come on, come on, peg leg Greg. Uh, it's third leg Greg. Oh, third leg Greg. That's right. Yeah, peg, wasn't peg leg Greg, Greg Olson? From- <laughs> <laughs> Very well might be. I think it is. When he rapped in like Miami, he had a thing. Oh, yeah, I do remember right? that. Yes. Good for Greg Olson. Shout out to Greg Olson. I, I know. Shout out to Greg Olson. Boy, you could he could improve his announcing a little bit, but yeah, no shit. He's but anyway, bad. so another big um, news that came uh, across the wire was that live golf players are now allowed to play in all uh, WGA events as well as the Masters. How do we feel about that? Let them play, man. I mean, it's going to be better for competition, dude. It's not. You, you know, then they can always say there's an asterisk because not the best players played and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, I did like what Fal- – as much as I fucking hate Faldo, that British cunt. Um, he, uh, when he said, it's like you don't get to retire from your job or leave your company and come back, you know, for what you want to come back for. It's like that's not how it works. That's oh, a very good point. Um I guess my whole thing is, is that, you know, Sean brought it up where he said um, it, it's better for competition. Is, yeah, it? It is. is it? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Because right now you're starting to see like Max the Homa. The guys showing that they don't play enough. Right. Well, no, you're starting to see some of these guys starting to emerge like Max I love Homa. it. I have to, yeah, that's what I, I honestly, yeah. that's what I was like. The PGA Tour has stepped up huge. Right. So. Liz has not. You know, okay, so is anybody really going to tune in to see Phil Mickelson's old ass fucking, no. you know, slapping around Augusta? No. I don't think so. Um, Patrick Reed, you know, that fucking fat cheater. Is Dude, actually, gonna... I heard they might, are they going to allow them at the champions dinner? That's a good question. I guess so. Yeah. Let them at the champions dinner. You're a former champion, so. I agree. I, should I mean, if they're letting him play in the tournament, I they would, should allow him at the dinner. I would think that they're letting him at the dinner. And even if, if they win, I would suspect that they would get to choose, like, the menu for the dinner in the next year and still do all that stuff. I mean, if they're playing in a tournament, they should have all the rights. That That's kind of my has. thought process behind it. Um, I would say probably the... The only person in that live group, really the only two people that could actually be competitive would be Dustin Johnson and Camp Smith. Uh, you went throw Brooks in there. Brooks normally used Dude, to show Brooks, up for the majors. But Brooks is on his his retirement plan. You know, right now I think he's battling so many injuries, you know, the knees, the wrists, the elbow. Um, 
I think that's one of the main reasons that he went to live was because he knew, hey, I got to cash in on this while my name is still relevant. Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't think Kepka has a chance. I don't think he'll win on the PGA Tour again. Uh, that's just my humble opinion. But with, with these live guys only playing a handful of tournaments throughout the year, Dude, I mean, you don't get can they play. get rusty with, with that kind of talent? Can you get rusty? I mean, Yes, yes. Fuck yes, you can. If you don't work at your shit every day, you're going to get rusty, period. You know, are those live guys going to be able to compete? And no, I don't since think they don't so. play as often as the tour guys do. Well, I really don't think they are. I mean, it, it, it's very, it, it's a good question. It's a question that needs to be answered. Um, but yeah, you're right. Cause these guys, not only are they not playing under those circumstances of the, the pressure that comes with a major, but they're also not playing as tough of courses. Exactly, dude. Yeah. They're all fucking cakewalks. So, yeah, I think definitely allowing those live guys to compete. Oh, that's in right. Dude, the, the conditions majors, will be so bad for the majors. It might shed some light on to how their game has either progressed or digressed. Or I'm going to say digressed for all of them. I would, hardly, I would say the same, yeah. Hardly any of them even competed at the British last year. Yeah, I think – I think in the British, I think DJ like finished like in the top fifteen, but that was the that best was that anybody did. Yeah. Yep. And he wasn't relevant by any means. No, 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 no. It was one of those like back nine. He climbed the yep. board from like you know top twenty to top fifteen. Exactly. Which, which you know is respectable. Us three fucks can't do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, speak uh, for I'm, yourself, I'm moron. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> what do, what do we have? Like almost three months to the day when the Masters, like, is April. Fourth or something? April fourth, yeah. Oh, what's they call me soon? It is. And y'all know I'm I'm obsessed with the Masters. I, I love the Masters. It's yeah, my like, favorite, dude. It has always been my favorite. Yeah. And I don't know what it is because it's like there are other majors. But, but you're it's so much more you're so much more familiar with yeah. the course. Oh yeah. It's it's the best piece of property on God's green earth. Right. I, I, I like the U.S. Open as well because it's like the nation's championship. I, oh, oh, exactly. And it's, uh, the and U.S. I, Open I love because if, you, if you're if you a true golf fan, you want to see golfers get punished like we do on the Correct. Weekend. And I only like the Open Championship when it's at St. Andrew. It's just something about – like that to me is just the Open Championship. Yeah, 100%. But, yep. you know, Sean, Sean brings up a very good point, and I was thinking about this on the ride over here. You know what you don't see a lot of these days, and I, I wish that they would show more of it. Golfers sucking. I know they show none of it. That's they what show, we're they there show, for. You don't go to NASCAR to watch them zip around in a circle. You go to watch them crash. That's right. <laughs> great, great analogy. Yeah, hit the nail on the head on that one. Uh, but. You're right. Like you see, oh, okay, here's, you know, Xander Shoffley, 126 yards into the pin. Oh, and he sticks it to two feet. And it's like, yeah, you know, great shot. I don't want to see that. I want to see, well, like, you I know. I laugh when the guy Shankopotamus is off the top. Right. Jordan Spieth is stuck in the forest. And right now he's yes. trying to, and, he, and it hits the tree. It comes back, smashes him in the face. Like, he loses three teeth. I want to see that. You ever see yeah. those videos on Instagram where it's a guy who's putting like a six foot putt and he hits eight six inches and it misses the hole by a dick hair and then it goes seventy yards down past the hole? Why are they playing those kind of golf courses? 
Well, do you, you honestly can't make pins unfair. It's actually a rule to play shit like that. Like, it, pros are so good. And the other thing, too, is their speed is so good on those fucking greens. Any other, you know, if there was anyone else playing Augusta's greens, we would be 70 yards We off. wouldn't be able to hold them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So. 100%. So that was, that was some big news that, you know, obviously Liv signed the TV deal. Um, with that stupid fucking frog and that Augusta as well as the world golf ranking events um, are allowing live players to play. But now let's get into the hot gossip, the drama, yeah. the drama. You know, I'm always here for gossip. I know you are, baby. Yeah. Um, Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy. So oh, I'll set, boy. I'll set the scene for you. Um, and then I'll, I'll leave it up for discussion. So apparently Patrick Reed issued lawsuits like he was Oprah giving shit away. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. Pretty much anyone that's ever said a derogatory statement about him, well, dude, Patrick the, the Reed was giving him a fucking lawsuit. Well, I think he tried to sue the Golf Channel for like $997 yes, million. Uh, million, dollars, which yep. it's like, no. But anyway, so he actually issued a subpoena to Rory McIlroy on Christmas Eve. No fucking way. Yeah. Yes. So that being said, here we are. I'd never speak to him. Right. Here we are. February 1st. He's playing in an event that Rory is also playing in. In Dubai, I believe it was. It was in Dubai. Yes. So Patrick Reed goes over to Rory's caddy and he's like, you know, trying to, be chummy. Rory's down at his bag. He's, you know, filling with this, not paying any attention to, to Patrick. And Patrick reaches down to shake Rory's hand. Rory doesn't even fucking acknowledge him. I love it. The cold shoulder. The cold why, shoulder. Why would you? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Why would you? Right. It's like if someone punches you in the dick and then three minutes later is like, Hey, man, you want to play Xbox? It's like, no, I want you to die of Lou Gehrig's disease, you cocksucker. Like, exactly. let's stick, stick with that. So, seeing that Rory's like, obviously... And, and I'm the piece of shit? <laughs> right. So, seeing that Rory is obviously ignoring him, Patrick Reed proceeds to reach into his pocket and pull out one of his live golf team tees and toss it at Rory. Ooh, Rory right? didn't even see the T set. Correct. No, Rory's back was facing them. So it's a little little childish and a little cowardish to throw a T at somebody's back. Well, this uh, I'm glad well, you said the word that. Coward and Patrick Reed go hand in hand. Right. Like peanut butter and jelly. But anyway, so Chris just said childish. So Rory was asked about it, and he's like, like, I'm I'm not I'm not acknowledging him. Pretty much sums it up. I'm not acknowledging him. I have no reason to acknowledge him. He issued a subpoena to me on Christmas Eve in front of my family. We ain't talking. What is he suing Rory for anyway? I, I think Rory said something about him. You know, oh, my pro- God. Probably called him a cheater, and he uh, you know, got upset. So they, they then go and interview Patrick Reed, and Patrick Reed says – if you're going to act like a child, I'm going to treat you like a child. Let me get this straight. 
You're calling Rory McIlroy a child for not acknowledging you after you sued him. Oh, my and then God. he didn't want to shake hands with you after. I'm sorry. Just everything about this guy. It's getting to the point now where I think he's doing it on purpose. No, he I don't, is because well, since he went to live, he's become totally irrelevant. He wants to get back to relevant. Doesn't care what kind of press it is. He's the one who threw a hissy fit and threw a tea at somebody. Who was a child? Yeah, we all situation. Think he's a cheater. He's a notorious cheater. Well, yeah, he he has been accused of cheating in in Dubai. Um, so two years in weekend. a row now. Right. So um, she's a chubby cheating child. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, that's a, that's the three C's. Um. So I, I guess. You know, and the more that I heard about it and the more that I heard the stories and the interviews and stuff like that, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, okay, professional golf is now turning into professional wrestling. Yep. Where where they're they're trying to pump this up for the PIP program. But then Jakey Smart, if you're a part of Live Golf, you're not a part of the PIP. So yep. no, Patrick Reed is really just an ass fuck loser. Yep. Oh god, he's the oh. I'm telling you, it's all—it's an ego thing with that fucking maniac. But the thing is, is that you have to be kind of good to have an ego, and he hasn't been good since he exactly. lucked out and won the Masters that one you're time. You're right. No, you're right. Like Charles Schwartzel is not an asshole. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree with that. All right. Uh, I mean, Danny Willett's not an asshole. I mean, dude, look, look at all his Tigers done. He's not a fucking asshole. No. Well, well, it all depends on who you ask. Well, I'm sure I'm not a I, I'm sure Elon might say otherwise, but she's a liar. Yes, it depends <laughs> on what mood Tiger's in, but it's true. That's true. But you put like some I respect said, I mean, on that man's name. Put some respect on it. But um, but yeah, it, it's just to the point now where it's like, listen, if you decided to go to live, that is your prerogative. That is yeah. your decision. It's your career. You have every decision, or I'm sorry, you have every right to make the decision that's best for you, your career, and your family. 100%. 100%. But do not start trying to talk shit and start trying to, like, be chummy with these PGA players that you're directly affecting their income. Yes, exactly. Just think about it. I mean – when, yeah, when now, DJ played at the Zurich like they, Classic, they decided to stay for loyalty. It's not. It's clearly not about the money, right? But I mean, here's my thing. It's like DJ goes over to live. Phil goes over to live. You know, a lot of these big names go over to live, and a lot of those big names turn crowds out. Yeah. So yeah. like, but now they're not playing as well. They're not playing as well. But what I'm saying is, is that. You know, these golfers get paid on, on appearances. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, not too many people want to show up to the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. But if you got oh, somebody that DJ comes, everyone makes more money. Very true. That too, but I guess with those big names leaving, yeah, it kind of hurts. But you, like you said earlier, you have all these other names emerging. Oh, it's Max great. Homa is one of the most popular players on tour now just through his, well, his that's Twitter his handle Twitter is absolutely fucking phenomenal his Twitter handle and just because he's winning now I mean this is his sixth tour win that's 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 pretty big and you how many has he won the last two years did you see how he trolled that one guy 
Because yeah. Mac Toma looks like he's always looking for his keys. He goes, oh, I forgot I left them at your mom's house. <laughs> but yeah, you're getting more guys like that, and, you know, kids are still going to love, you know, follow it for some goddamn reason. But No, they're not. He's, he's falling off. Although it looks like his swing change is working, but that's short-lived. But you still have your, you know, Holmes is going to bring some people out, and Rom's going to bring people out still. You know, Harry Higgs. Oh, okay. personalities, personalities, but you're also gonna, matter. yeah, but you're also going to see some young kids start coming up, getting more limelight, contending in more tournaments. So, you know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, mm-hmm. yep. you know, but honestly, when it comes to live, I mean, who I could, th- <coughs> excuse me, I could think of two people that like, honestly, it hurts to have them on live and that's Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith. Yes, that's I it. Agree. That's it. Like, I'm sorry, but Brooks, he he has destroyed his body to the point where he can't he can't play a full schedule. Nope. Uh Bryson, you know, they don't they don't test for PEDs on live. Um I you know, hate there, there's, there's just I mean, dude, so many- actually lived did us the the more I'm thinking about it, Liv did us the biggest favors. It just got rid of all the golfers that I don't like. <laughs> That's true. Except Cam Smith, which crushed yeah. me and DJ. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Cam Smith. That that was a big that one. Hurt. Yeah, you're right. Cam yeah. Smith and oh, DJ it hurt. hurt. Cam Smith is the only non-American that I've ever rooted for like that. I'm like, no, he's he's, he's one of us. <laughs> we'll 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 accept him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but anyway, moving on from Liv. Um, you know, we mentioned John Rom. John Rahm has won four of the last seven tournaments he's played in, and he's still ranked behind Rory. Now, this is my question. Are the world golf rankings really, like, I don't want to say important because they are important, you know, money-wise, but are they that accurate? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know how. Uh, that's the thing. I just don't even, we got to check out the scoring Actually, system on Rom's uh, number three in the world. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's number two? Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheff, and then Rory's nice. number one. Who, what is Scotty that makes sense? Doing? I would honestly say that makes sense because the weight, the majors carry much bigger weight. They do, and he won. Tory Pines. Yeah. Um, but again, so that that even brings up the point here. So he's won four of his last seven. Scotty Scheffler hasn't hasn't really. He had, about, he, had about the, he had about the same run, and uh, are all uh, John Rahm's? They haven't been. They've been PGA Tour wins. Correct. Okay. Nice. Yes. So you know, it kind of brings me to my next point. It's like, okay, well then, how doesn't he jump from three to two? Because like, I know Rory is number one. How is Rory not? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I don't, and I'm sorry, but like right now, yeah, Rory, Rory is as is as important to the PGA Tour now as Tiger was in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah I think not, we said that on more like so because they have competition now. On a previous pod, like we're not talking about previous pods. I'm just saying, okay, no, I'm just this saying, is rebranding. Like, this is new. But I, I think this is that the new and improved. Up, no, no one, no one will ever be Tiger. If we had to pick somebody to be the out. Tiger of now, it's Rory. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And I mean, it, it, it's just. Having him not, 
I, I guess be such an advocate for the PGA tour has definitely helped um, because I believe Rory cares, carries a lot more weight on the PGA tour than people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, will, dude, imagine if someone like him left the fucking dominoes would fall. Right. Cause no one could, could yeah, reply. I mean, you got JT, you got yeah, speed, you got Scheffler, you got Rom. But he's such um, a good advocate. He says what's on his mind. Yeah. He's a good interview guy. So, yeah, he's, you, you couldn't want someone better. Still be pretty big shoes to fill, even though. Oh, 100%. Not as big as Tigers, but. 100%. Major winner. Um, you know, I don't know how many tournaments he's won. Um, but just overall, he has been. I mean, shit. He single-handedly kept Nike Golf in business for a good, like, four years. You really forget how long Rory has been around. Like, if you really follow golf, Rory's been around for some time. Like, Rory, when he first came out, was a chunky butt with some curly hair. It's true. I would bet that U.S. Open he dominated. And he was still beating ass. But Rory has been with the tour for a very long time. He has. He has. He got some seniority. Since he's probably fucking 18. Uh, I think he was 17 when he turned pro. Yep, exactly. He started out on the European tour. He came over when he was like 19. Nice. Won a bunch on the European tour. But I mean, like, Rory, to to have him on tour, and it, it, it's huge. I'm hoping he wins a major this year. I, uh, I, I would actually really enjoy for him to finally get over win the a green jacket. Yep, you know what I would too. And, and yeah. the way he's, yeah, dude, he could do it. He's just got to, he always has like one day that gets him just out of it enough. And then he'll go on this incredible run, but it's like too little, too late. Right. But yeah, he's had some bad chokes, dude. He should have already had his masters a few times. Uh, yeah, I distinctly, the, that was the Charles Sportsley year. And um, then, we, well, that he, was, and then I thought the, uh, with Reed or someone, didn't he choke away that last day too? I don't remember, but I distinctly oh remember the, the Masters where he had a significant lead going into Sunday because I was watching it at my girlfriend, well, now my wife, her apartment in uh in Baton Rouge, and I was like, Rory's got this, dude. Like all he has to do is just not fuck up, and then well, you know, he snap hooks one into Smith, the houses. When Cam Smith went on that run, fucking uh. My boy cashed in his bet and then put like three grand on Rory. I'm like, you idiot. You don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> so he ended up losing about $6,000 or something. Oh, geez. Dude, your, your buddy's a fucking degenerate. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm thinking we should get him on for his weekly gambling picks. And then we'll tell the audience to just whatever he's picking, pick the exact opposite. Exactly. We'll make you a goddamn millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, it's our favorite season, Chris. It it's squirrel season, and I I do like to bring up squirrel season because now all the the new equipment has been released. Have y'all had a chance to look at it? Hit no, it? Jake, I'm hitting bomb text these I days. I'm thrilled. You. I know you. I sent you. I saw this. I saw this sign that says a five hundred dollar club doesn't yeah, fix a one dollar swing. One cent swing in your case, Chris. Oh, my, my swing, I fucking owe everybody money. <laughs> no, but 
I know Callaway came out with their the, paradigm. The paradigm. Yeah, which, and you hit it. It's good. And like, no bullshit. Like Jake and I used to work at a golf shop and I used to always say, oh, you know, this drive is really, really good. And it was just bullshit. This one really, like, honestly, is one of the best drivers I ever hit. But what's it retailing for? You know, I, I haven't even checked the prices, but going mm. rate for drivers Champagne now. Champagne taste on a beer budget, my friend. $5.99, something like that? Are these? I think it's more than that, bro. Is it? Because I think the... Uh, Dude, I'm not going to lie. My, my buddy had one of those stealths. I hit my bomb tech. We both crushed the drive. He was one yard past me on the drive, and he goes, fucking $500 difference in club, and I get one yard? Golf Galaxy selling the Paradigm for $599. All right, so $600. See, and this is like, so so I play all TaylorMades. I had the TaylorMade Stealth. I really like it. Stealth 2 came out. They're nice. Yeah, they're nice. Stealth 2 came out, and I just busted out laughing. Stealth two is five ninety nine. The Stealth two plus six twenty nine. What is the difference? Fucking a plus. I know, but uh, the Stealth two plus has a little sliding draw fade weight uh, on the sole towards the heel and toe. It doesn't make a difference. No, it but, does not make a difference. But literally, it is last year's Stealth with a two on it. That's it. That's all it is. I got to respect the shit out of it. People are buying it, though. Yeah, and people will continue to buy it. I but know. This it's is, great. This is the, the point I wanted to come to. When I first got into the golf industry, the, the retail sales, I remember a wedge would run you 110 bucks. Yep. 110 bucks. New set of irons, maybe nine. A thousand yep. if it was really yep. nice, like Titleist. Yep. The yep. driver was always around 300, 400. I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You can get like the, uh, like the Jet Speed, I think, was 300 bucks. Or yeah, something. it was two ninety nine ninety nine. I remember. And it was a good stick. But nowadays, I feel like golf manufacturers are pricing themselves or pricing people out of the game. Oh, for because, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. We could all hit secondhand Look at shit. bro. Well, like that was, but that PXG was like is a perfect part. example because PXG they release their clubs and they're like, This driver's a thousand bucks, these irons are three thousand, and then in three months, those same irons yeah. are seven. And you know, too, like that 599 stealth driver or the paradigm driver is just stock off the shelf, right? We're oh, not squirrels here that want to get this. Tory D shaft. That's another three hundred dollar upcharge. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at almost a thousand dollars for a driver here. Oh, bro! I I got my entire set of clubs, the entire thing, for like five hundred bucks, maybe less. Look, Let's yeah. see. Yeah, all all your stuff is you know great. You, you just said you play bomb and tech woods. Ma- I play bomb tech everything. Shit is There's nothing wrong I'm gonna let with you that. test these out, Jake. You're gonna be so pleasantly surprised. I probably will be. You'll be like, "What the fuck?" But what I'm saying is, is that like, so, so it's I haven't changed. Player. I bought I bought three new wedges. Okay, nice. Bob and one seventeen for that. Yeah, 
but I think for the whole set, it probably ran me about like five, six hundred bucks. Now, granted, I had a gift card and I had, you know, a trade in and here and there. So I did the whole thing for like two hundred. But I, I was just sitting there thinking, like, you beat the shit out of wedges. The grooves get worn out if you're not sharpening them or if you're playing, you know, if you're practicing a lot, grooves get worn out, wear spots get on there. You mean to tell me every year or sometimes, depending on how much you practice, twice a year, you got to buy $600 in wedges? No fucking way. No. It depends Dude, on actually, how No, with wedges, play, it's really. better if you actually do start wearing them out because you get better spin. Puts more friction up against the ball. Yeah, the rust. The rust, the rust does, but if you have if you have no grooves, it can't catch the ball, put spin on well, it. Well, that's why that's what a sharp tool is for. So you have to sharpen the groove. Yes, as long as you have sharp grooves, yes, you can put spin on the ball. Or if you have rust on the face, you can put spin on the ball. We watched your shitty chipping lesson. We don't need any more. Hey, that was my shitty chip, chipping lesson. Yeah, I have the oh, putting. I have the putting. Oh, the, put, the putting one. I've never been so upset in my life when you sent me to that. Hey, you're like, John, this is the one piece of advice you'll need to know. I'm like, hey, it works. I mean, ask Jake. (laughs) Yeah, Chris is a uh, I'm a fucking putting guru. I can't actually do it. I could teach it, but I can't actually do it. It's like, oh, I make I make big putts all the time. You can't do it. This is what we play for. Oh, somebody else, right? Correct. But y'all are talking like you're talking spending. How much for wedges? Six hundred bucks. Yeah, bro. You go to Costco. Three yeah. brand new ones, one twenty nine, bro. Curve, no, bro. Man? No, fuck Costco. Bomb pets <laughs> like one seventeen. My shit is all custom. Really? One seventeen custom, dude. They look like uh per wedge. They're like they're green. I'll have to show you these things. They're pretty dope, dude. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, fuck. my buddy cracked me up because can I hit your wedges? I said sure. He just spent like seven hundred dollars on like upgrading his entire wedge set and he's got bogeys and he's like how much did you spend on these i'm like 117 he's like god damn it <laughs> well yeah he's like he's jake, like offering to trade me i'm like oh my god jake mentioned you know he remembers when a wedge was 119 or something yeah. Dude, I remember like, when a putter was 100 bucks odyssey would be, you'd be top of the line if you got a hundred dollar putter Wedges now, Vokies and Callaways are like one seventy. Oh, I know, two hundred bucks a wedge. Yeah, no. But it's just showing that the the golf is gearing more towards the, the yeah the elite. You're right. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, it's like those are the same brands that we all grew up playing: Ping, yeah. TaylorMade, Titleist. I mean, let's be honest. Hello. The only reason any of us rock Nike is because of fucking Tiger. Hundred percent, Rory. A little bit, but let's let's be honest. It's, it's Tiger. Yeah, it's it's, okay. yeah, but if there's if there's no Rory, if there's no Tiger, there's no Rory. If there's no Tiger, there's no Nike Golf Apparel. Period. That's true. That's that's fair. That's fair. Great fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So. Can I can I get in? So can I get into my my terrible? Yeah, please do. Oh, We've um, been dying please, to hear please that. Please do. Okay. Did you ever find your swing in Disney World when you went with the kids? No, magical Damn. place on on Earth. My ass. Um, I, told you. I was asking everyone: guy. Mickey, Gaston, all those motherfuckers. I, couldn't I find disagree. It. I Where's my fucking golf swing? <laughs> <laughs> so 
I um I I've been floating around like a seven, you know, seven handicap for a while now. Um, I used to practice a lot more. I don't practice that much anymore because you know, two kids, full time job makes it kind of hard. Um, so I decided that I've I've never taken a golf lesson. That's 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 impressive, then, dude. Yeah, never taken a golf lesson. I've just kind of looked at videos online and figured it out for myself. Um, so my brother in law um suggested his golf coach. And I'm not going to mention his name because the guy was actually a really nice guy. Um, other than the fact that he ruined me, but very nice golf, uh, nice guy. Um, doesn't doesn't excuse the behavior. Correct. So I go down there now. Once again, I'm a seven handicap, single digit. I'm thinking he's going to change one, two things. No, it's the whole swing. It was literally the whole swing. He wanted me to shorten the swing. Then he wanted me to swing slower. Then he wanted me to, on the backswing, transfer my weight to the backside. Then on the downswing, you know, start the downswing by shifting over to the front leg. And I'm sitting there. And finally, I just looked at him. And he he was like, what are you thinking about? And I was like, everything that you're telling me about, I'm thinking about on my swing. And I can't do anything about it. Well, remember so, when I thought when Phil said to be good at golf, you either have to be really smart or really dumb. And we and you know what kind of person you are. Right. Like I, I, I play my best golf and I don't think about it. I just fucking yeah. just go do it. Right. And you just pull it out of your ass. At, at right. the most, you want to have one thought in your mind during a golf swing. Right. Most. But but for the most part, like when I play, I don't have any thoughts in my mind other than like don't swing in this. Help us, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what now? Whether you fo- yeah, focus on don't, don't focus on like, don't hit it in the water, focus on tempo, focus on right, make but, sure you get your hands square or something, right? So, he was trying to convey to me, and this is the, the best way he could convey it to you know my slow brain was okay, pretend like you're hitting a sand wedge with all of your clubs. So like a little chip, he was like a little seventy yard sand wedge with all your clubs, and I'm like, okay. So then I tried that, and my ball was just spraying all. And he had the the of course what do you call it the it track man and the video and all that. And he's like, do you see what I'm talking about? And I'm like, fucking no. So no. I took I took about three weeks golf lessons with this guy, and then I decide I'm gonna go play. See, see what's, see what's going on. Oh boy. I went and played. I made it through 13 holes. I lost like 11 balls. Oh my. And then finally at around hole 10, I decided, fuck this. And I drank a whole bottle of fireball. I'd have done the same thing. And snapped my three wood over my leg. Dude, I told you that I, the last year I lost, I broke every wedge in the bag and my three wood. Curbs right. down. But see, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. Like, you know, I'm, but everyone but has their I game. snapped my three wood and then finally my buddy who I was playing with goes, Hey, we just need to go home. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a good idea. So then I give it a little time. I go and see him one more time, and then I go play again. And guys, I Even could worse. not get the ball off the ground. 
Dude, I like had that inch. so many times last year. So finally, Patrick, our buddy Pat, is so excited because he's like, finally, Jacob knows what it's like to play like us. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back to my old swing. And shot like that works. I think it ought to have been. I finished with like a 66. Yeah. Damn, that's a fucking hell of a score there. Right. And and that's with like I double bogeyed one and two. And then when I got on three, oh, I was damn, like, that's even this. more impressive then. Because uh-huh. one of the best swing tips you can ever get or give is don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh the, about what's coming. Uh, a big old dose to not give a fuck is is imperative. Oh, it has to be. Because when you were, or you, you make the your, next shot the most important. The guy shot, told you to do. It. You were, you were fucking up. So what happened? You said, "Fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself." <laughs> right? Right. Are you trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> right? And the, and what happened? Oh you shit! Holy shot hey, lights out. Shot Holy lights one. out. But it was just, and it really, like, honestly, it fucked with me to the point where, like. I didn't even want to get on the podcast. I didn't want to watch golf. Like, it was depressing. It is depressing. I'm not going to lie. When you're playing, like, the worst golf, it's like everything is wrong with me. But if you're playing the best, you don't question a thing in your life. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. It gives you, like, really just confidence on and off the golf course and regular whole life when you're playing good golf. 100%. So, it it brings me like... It brings me to my question where, listen, if you're just beginning the game of golf, take lessons. Don't take it shit seriously. Yeah, take lessons and don't. Take lessons and don't, don't take it too serious, to the bro. Course like, like I have my friends. It's so, my one friend will get so mad. He think like, he'll literally he'll come out to be like, I thought I was going to break 100 today for the first time, damn it. And I'm like, what would have given you that impression? You haven't played in three weeks. You're terrible anyway. You put in no practice, no anything. Like, yeah. So you just thought today, because you played this course decent the last time we played, was going to be the turnaround for you? But, yeah, yeah, one thing I wanted to say is finding a golf coach is like anything else. You know, whether you're trying to find a new gym or a new personal trainer or you're buying a house. What's the gym? You don't buy the first house you see. You you need to. Oh, yeah, you do. If you Um, like it, you need to try out a couple different instructors and see who you connect with. You can't just go pick some random. I wonder if your wife's gonna love that theory, Chris. I don't have a (laughs) wife, I have a fiance. A fiance, (laughs) no, but I mean, he does does bring up a good point because, like, I knew this guy was kind of he might have not all been there, like, around lesson like three when he's like. Okay, well, maybe we need to do this. All right, well, maybe we need to do this. All right, oh, well, well, let's try this. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you don't have any fucking idea what you're doing, do no, you? No, he's just trying everything till something works, and you're like, yeah, right. I feel that. Just throwing like, shit no, against the wall, hoping it sticks. I think oh, he was God. one of those guys that thought where, he was going to golf. Where, he had a trust fund. I'm going to open my old golf studio. Was it a reputable place, Jeff? This place you got the lessons? Um. It was in a very nice part of town, um, Metairie Road, right next to Metairie or around Metairie Country Club. Um, Like I said, I'm not going to mention the guy's name because he actually was a nice guy. Um, But I remember, I distinctly distinctly remember, 
I was in there grinding one day, like really trying to like correct this shit. And he stops and he goes, how long have you been married? Uh, it's, it's fucking long. Why? And he was like, well, you know, my girl, she does this thing. Where do, and he starts divulging his fucking like personal issues on me. Love it. And I'm sitting there and he's like, so what's your advice? I was like, tell her to fuck off, grab the lube and go jerk off yourself. Dude, like, oh my God. Like, like dude, I'm paying you. Right. <laughs> I was like, do I get a fucking like tax break on this or something? Oh, I'd have been a fucking therapist out there, bro. <laughs> well, Sean, your your opinions on relationships aren't exactly the most healthy. Oh, they are healthy. They're liars. <laughs> <laughs> terrible terrible oh. but yeah so it kind of made me wonder where it's like you know if you've been playing a while and you have an idea of what you're doing and what works for you just practice yep. just practice 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 i mean to be honest they say like people just got to get a lot deadlier from like 100 yards in that's where the money's made. That's where the money is. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. and that's honestly. So I'm thinking about adding a chipper to the bag. If they're legal, if they're not two sided, so I think I'm gonna add that to the bag. Yes, no they chipper. are legal. They're le- they're legal, so I'm fucking hitting it. I don't give a shit. And you make a great point, Sean. Is I do not have a hundred yard shot. Sixty, I'm all good. But sixty to a hundred does not exist. Yeah, I gotta take off. Like, oh man, that's yeah, it's a tough job for me too, dude. That 108-yard, like 110-yard shot, I hate it. I'll crush what, that um, what degree wedges do you have in your bag? I have 50 and 56, but it's not that. You it's have a just degree wedge? No. no. You need no. one. No, I don't. I'll prove I'm it to you. I'm getting degree. With, mm-hmm. with me, it's just I don't – I used to have it, but with not – playing and not practicing i lost that distance control that feel but how much, how i mean what did it take you six shots to get within 100 yards <laughs> with, with your distance oh, oh, with two, <laughs> 230 drive another 100 yards 20 yards seven iron another 100 yards no but i tell you i tell you what because the the degrees on these wedges mean a lot more than people they give them credit for. Because like, like dude, what I, I did was, time. yeah, what I what I did was is that I used to play 52, 56, 60, and then I switched to 50, 54, but I still kept the 60. I like that. So so from a hundred yards, from like 105 to like 90, I can use that 54. And get yeah. it close. Yep. Yep. Now, 60 degree, that's, hey, that's 56 70 yards from 100 in. yards for me is perfect. Yeah. If I hit a fucking easy 56. So if you, you know, like I said, I would, I'd go fuck around with it at your local golf shop and see. Uh, well, see, the other problem is, though, like no one has distances marked correctly. Like, no. Yeah. You don't fucking know. So I'm like, where the fuck can we even practice? And you, you can't go to a local golf shop or a simulator and get your distances. It's not no. 100% accurate. And there's no uh, – there probably is a way, but 
it's really hard to go to a driving range and say, I think that seven iron went, you know, 165. Exactly. You have no fucking clue how far you have it went. No, you They're have limited flight idea. balls. They're limited flight balls usually. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're losing 10, anywhere from 20, 10 to 20 yards. Then you're fucking, oh, they're just hard as a rock, no feel. Yeah, or they're or they're cracked. You know how many times they're I've cracked. hit cracked. They're cracked. They have no dimples on them. Yep, it's bad. So you're right. There isn't a lot of places to like go practice that. Um, no. <coughs> Bless you. The the best thing to do is and Dude, what I used to do. Used to, my buddy had like a farm, and he used to have every ten yards it was marked off all the way up to 150 yards it was marked off in a different color. And he used to yeah. go out and play that shit every day. He's the best chipper I ever played with. But that kind of kind of goes with what I was saying is that um, the best thing to do is, like, find a time. Like, say, Wednesday. Wednesday at 4.30. Go out to, you know, a random, you know, rec golf course. Yeah. Later yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, later in the afternoon. Just throw some balls down from 60 and just fire at pins. Yeah. Exactly. Lakewood's like, no. perfect for that shit too, dude. Yeah. Or yeah, or take your, your range finder and shoot the flag from I don't know, hundred and sixty yards out and just take a guess what club you hit hundred and sixty and just see if you can get to the green. If you hit it over the green, then club down. That way you'll kinda of get a general idea of what club you hit one sixty and then a nine iron. Just go ten yards from there. One sixty, it's like a four iron for me or something. I'm just joking. <laughs> It's a nine for me. It all depends on where the pin is. It's no, like an eight, that. I think. Wait, eight, yeah, nine. One sixty is an eight for me. No, one sixty is a nine. Cause y'all big strong. I'm weak. Well, you know. definitely a nine for me. Scrawny. Well, I'm, Sean's got the bomb tech with him, so that's true. bro, I'm telling you, you guys sleep on this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all try them, and you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> There's shit's catching on now. My buddy goes, dude, I tried to buy a set of those after you told me about it. He's like, the fucking price went up on these bastards. Really? And I'm like, oh, so now you got to spend what? Maybe an extra hundred bucks? You're still getting the steal of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's funny. We, we complain about these, like, Callaways and TaylorMades being so expensive. But, you know, There's people that out pay, there, like, the, for, like, the Ho- like, Homa or Hanma clubs that are like twelve hundred dollars oh, for twenty grand. Oh god! Yeah. Like, dude, they had a whole bag of them at this like little driving range, like short, you know, par three course. And I was like, "How much is that bag?" Like, with every, they're like twenty grand easy. I'm oh like, my god! And we can. And I'm like, that. that is just sick. Six bills for a driver is so preposterous, but jeez. Yeah, twenty grand for the whole set. That's dumb. That is really, really yeah. dumb. What's the name of that brand? Homa. It's, it's Homa, ha- right? Ha- ha- Homa. Homa. Homa is the golfer. Hanma. Yeah. Hanma. Hanma. Hanma and Hanma. Miura. Yeah, Miura. Hanma, Miura. I, I will say this, though. There was a guy that always used to come into the shop. Um, Maurer. Yeah. Uncle Ed. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ed. And he was a Mura fanatic. Like he yep. had blades, he had cavity back. They were all in Mura. And he let me, uh, I went and played with him they one time. Nice. Oh my God, the butter. 
See, just my, straight butter. You know what's funny? I had a guy I used to golf with on Saturdays. He had Muras because, Sean, I had to buy him reshafted because it was for some tiny Asian dude when I got him. He's like, but these clubs are, he's like, these clubs are fucking amazing. They're good. They really are. Yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. But, I mean, but that, that also goes into – there's some brands out there that like you're not gonna find at your local Evan Watts, Roger Dunn, or anywhere like that that are Wilson still Rack. really good, but they they're just so goddamn expensive. Yeah, they're priced for the extreme elite. Well, that's why you guys gotta you know you guys gotta just find What's good that? knockoff brands. Even um Zaxio, I think is a like a Cleveland tricks on. Yeah, it's a Cleveland. Those are pretty expensive. I tell but, you what, Cleveland has failed. The industry is putters, bro. I, I used to don't put mind the longest them. time with the Cleveland putters. They used to have good putters. They used to have good putters. Who? Cleveland. Oh, back in the day, they're terrible now. Yeah, I got, I got one. I putted nine holes with it and threw it in the fucking trash. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the new TaylorMade putters that have been released? No, I want to see them though. They have sliding weights in them. I did see that. Yeah, they look, look like awesome. Thor. Well, they have sliding weights so that you can adjust the CGI. You can give it toe hang. You that can give it face balance. Genius. Holy shit. Right. So, I mean, like, I, I kind of want to. Dude, TaylorMade's always done good with putters. Yeah, I, I got a TaylorMade putter. Yeah. That will, if you have trouble I'll keeping the putter face I'll only play Scotty's TaylorMade if it's a putter. Or Odyssey. I'll play, I'll play some Callaway stuff if I like it. Been a while since I played an Odyssey, but. God, I can't even tell you the last time I played an Odyssey. Oh, I, I think I think I, think I, mean, I was a, like early twenties. I'm a Callaway yep. whore. I've yep. got the whole bag. I'm, well, I, got, I had yeah, the old brand Stadiker Mallet. The, <laughs> the uh, what was that? Two. The Rossi. The, you know, I had like the white hot two. That's how old my shit was, bro. <laughs> the white hot two, just genius. I mean, sure, yeah. I, honestly, when it comes to to putters. Dude, the older the better. I'm telling you. We'll see, and that's the thing. Like, I've been toying with the idea of, and I say toying, I'm toying um, with the idea of getting another Scotty, but I don't want to get a new Scotty. You know what you want to do? You know what you want to do? Go find the cheapest putter you're comfortable with. Buy it. You'll it'll be the best investment you've ever made. I well, found, I mean, I'm I happy with the part of that I have now. The bag at the driving range. I was like, this thing looks funny. I'm going to play with this. And now I literally even try to go to another putter. I fucking miss. Well, I've been, I've been looking at the older Scotty Camerons. The Which only one? problem with like, um, like an old Newport two. Oh, okay. Um, Look at the, obviously the, the putter, putter that I've always wanted is the Scotty Cameron circa 62. Number two. Yeah. That oh, terrillium one that Tiger used back in the day is like my unicorn. I want that putter. I'll never use it, but that terrillium Newport. I'd too. use it. I'd fucking use it. You bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your fucking would, ass. I'd be like, some of that juju is gonna fucking come off on me. That's Fuck my green yeah, putter. I'm using it. You think I give a shit about stoning it to anyone? That's staying in the family, bro. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, we are running out of time, uh, so we're going to make this a weekly thing. Um, I know we said that before. We're back. By popular <laughs> demand. By, by popular you demand, first. 
we're we're gonna come back. We'll see you uh, next Monday. And if y'all have any topics, please engage yeah, with us on social media, and we'll be more um, than happy to address them. Also, if there are any Anthony Kim sightings, report them. Oh, report yeah, we do need. Okay, so before Fuck. we sign off, we're yes. gonna leave y'all with this. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Chris. Um, we came up with an idea, and there was recent news. We posted it on Instagram. Uh, somebody reached out to Anthony Kim's former uh, caddy and asked him about live golf and all that. And they asked them like, if live comes with the bag, are you, are you going to go? And Anthony said, you know, I feel like that's what the people want me to do. So Anthony Kim has been our great white Buffalo. Yes. He, He does not, he does not come out. He does not do public events. He doesn't do podcasts. He doesn't do anything. All he does is just like bang whores, drink booze, and be a good-looking Asian in Las Vegas. And just play. No, no. No, he's not in Vegas now. I'm sorry, in Dallas. He's relocated to Dallas and is living as a recluse. Okay. So what we've decided is is that Netflix, jump on this. We're going to have a five-part miniseries where we will track down Anthony Kim. Kim. We're going to go fucking find out where he lives. And then I think the only way we'll get him to do an interview is if we just do it about none of the questions anyone wants to hear about. Correct. Correct. If there are any sightings, tell us where you've seen them. We will travel. Oh, no, I'm traveling. We will go on a manhunt. We will get in the car and we will go. I'll hire a goddamn private investigator if I have to. But if there's... Any information on the whereabouts of this man? Please comment yes. and let us know. I would yes. be so happy to see him tee it. I don't care if it's with Liv. I don't care I if it's with the PGA. I want to see AK swing the stick. Liv is with Anthony Kim. That is it. Yeah. If Greg and I actually DM'd Greg Norman last, you know, last golf season, and I said, uh, "Hey, third leg, Greg, big fan of you and your cock. Um, <laughs> if you could." Could you go to the Saudi prince, ask for all of his money, and offer it to Anthony Kim? And uh, sadly, he did not respond. I think he read it. He just didn't respond. He did leave me on read. He did Fucking leave me arrogant on read. dickhead. Fucking arrogant yeah. dickhead. All right. Hey, hey. He's I mean, big league in you. Lose some. He's big league in you. Throw your, throw your team T next to him next time you see him. I will. I will. Yeah, he's slow playing. Be- beers at the turn tee, right at third leg, Greg. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Dude, we're going to find uh, this motherfucker, though. Like we are. All right, guys. That's our time. We will see y'all next week. Like I said, if you got anything you want to talk about, hit us up. Peace. Sean, sign us out. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> I'm a city golfer. You can ask my wife. I've been out there hacking every day of my life. I got the shorts, all the plaid sweaters, that new tailor bed driver didn't make me any better. Man, I hit them fast, and I hit them thin. Rolling motherfuckers, man, I hit them again. Slice them in the bushes, crank them in a creek. I pop that sucker up and hook it out in the street. Yeah, I'm 245, right there.